The staff tells me that you are already on fire. No, that's, <laughs> what, God, that's what they, I have been hearing. That God you're... bless you. Hey, I got to tell you, more cameras here. Right, I feel like I'm at the Chinese embassy, on, baby. Like... Let's go. I know. I feel like we have camera, all of you. We have evidence. Now you tell us all your early jokes from the 80s. You know what? Ever since you couldn't play other nationalities, I stopped working. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. You, you can't play other nationalities you, you anymore. Did, you did a few of those, didn't you? Yeah, because, you, you know, if my mom's Asian, oh, it makes me shit. Asian. Because they give a shit. They do. Oh, I know. It's you so funny you mention that because the editorial I am doing this Friday on Real Time uh -huh. is about how casting directors go back to being casting directors and and cast the person who's best for the role and not whether their profile as a person, a real-life person, matches the role, Tom yeah. Hanks says he wouldn't do Philadelphia today because he's not gay and the character is. It's called acting. Yes, you're supposed to be able to play people <laughs> you're not. That was the whole point of it. Exactly. Why yeah. do you think actors want to be actors? Because they don't want to be themselves, yeah. right? But it, what happened, though, is that they're just, there's a creep that's happened, which is, I think a you creep. may have noticed it. There's a creep <laughs> of, like, trying to make a the world better. A lot of creeps better, out there, man. Trying to make the world better and making it way worse by yes. being such pussies about everything. And I can't, even at the, even at I, the, even yes. at the hotel. I get wherever the hell I'm staying. They don't even tell you what kind of shampoo it is anymore. They don't say what flavor or whatever, you know, whatever. Scent. Why? It just says not tested on animals. Uh oh. And as, as if, and I'll tell you the truth, I don't care. I'll tell you another one. Well, I do care about I, that. I want you to test it on animals. I mean, don't be an asshole about it. Don't shove a bottle okay, well, up, up a the bottle's ass. I'm a Peter Board member. So you, so <laughs> let you, me just you say, struck on the last thing <laughs> if, I'm ever going to agree I'm with I'm just you. saying, if you are... If you have a shampoo company, and let's say you have a lizard, it doesn't have to be. Okay, then <laughs> a put lizard. A, put a couple of drops of shampoo in his eyes, and if the lizard dies, let's come up with another shampoo. <laughs> That's all. I don't. It doesn't all have right, to be. I can hate you and, and the joke that you made, and also appreciate that that is a good joke. Okay. okay. I can do both because I have a bicameral mind. That well, that's could, good. You know that that's I the try. problem. Yes. We are so polarized, as you you talked about. With Jay, you know, with Jay, you know, with you pull right. The other thing is, it's like you know, they can't, you can't even anything. <laughs> and then he comes down here. Those are his two moves. Jay's got. You know, I'm up here, and then then you go down here, and then you, and you come back I, up here. I used to love his segues on the Today Show. You know, like they'd be talking, you know, about the sitcom or whatever. Then and uh, here you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you collect toy trains. <laughs> like, what? I remember like being on the show, Catherine Ross finally, after like my fifth appearance on there, whatever with Jay, she said, stop waiting for Jay, just keep going. <laughs> and uh, that was the best advice. Well, but Jay Leno is one of the greatest people. Oh, yeah. I, th I mean, I don't understand this animosity no, that because comes it from just some happens. of the, I mean, and I hate there's to... jealousy. Could you believe there's jealousy in stand-up? Is that what you're saying? Well, I, I guess in, uh, not stand-up, but in getting the Crown Plum talk show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, oh, sure. And, you know, I don't, I don't know why Jimmy and Conan, who I both am so fond of, I don't want to be in the middle of this, but, I mean, I just don't know why they, they, they seem to hate him so I know, much. but and, it is. And it he's is such like a, a car great crash. guy. He's not, he has, there's not one person that Jay hasn't helped. I mean, literally, I drove him. One of my first things I ever did, like in the early 80s, I had a, um, 
uh, a manager, of course, and he said, uh, "You're going to pick up Jay Leno. You're going to know. <laughs> you know the San Francisco like the back of your hand. You have. You take the Thomas Guide. That was wow. the thing. Thomas I Guide. remember. You take him, and you take the Thomas Guide. You know wow. that you pick. You have a sign at the airport. You wow. pick up Jay, and then you take him to the radio show. Then you take him to the club, and then whatever he, whatever Mr. Leno needs. And so I did it. What year know. is this? This is like 1983, 84. Perfect. I think that was just when he was doing like, hey, on the Letterman show, hey, let me tell you, what, yeah. what's your beef, Jay? Hey, let me tell you my beef. I'll tell you one thing right now. i tell you, I got a beef, Jay. Let me tell you, Dave. And, um, and he would murder. He would murder. Murder, absolutely. He, you Nobody did. ever did talk show spots quite like Rodney. He had material. Rodney yeah, did. Yeah, but, but Rodney would just do yeah. another six minutes. Johnny would yeah. say nothing, and they'd make a joke about that. Right. But Leno... <laughs> killed in that. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's what got him the Tonight Show. Oh, yeah. Well, he he took that as the opportunity that it was. And a lot of people come on there right. and try to be smart or whatever. Yeah. He said, this is my yes. four minutes, and I'm going to murder. I'm going to murder. Commercial and come yep. back for two. Yes. And he did. Yes. But, like, he was a guy, like, I remember, I mean, he was so nice, and he said, so, you, you know, I am... Um, you know any good Chinese restaurants? You know, I said yes, Mr. Leno, because I was a San Francisco kid. My yeah. mom's Filipino. I, we, we every Sunday we went to this place, not to the fancy place, but we used to drive by the fancy place where the politicians would go. And he go, my dad would go, that's the place um, the fancy people go. This food's just as good. We're gonna go. It's just as good Chinese food. It's even better. Let me tell you what. It's not as fancy. We're not fancy. You know, <laughs> my dad always considered the temple like it's a fashion show. We don't need to go to temple. It's a fashion show. And so. Um, we went to the, I said, Mr. Leno, that's the best place. And he says, hey, you know, come on in. We're gonna, come in. Oh, don't eat by myself. We don't eat by And he finally said, so are you a comedian? And I said, yes, Mr. Leno. He said, and he said to me, how much time you got? And I said, about eight minutes. He said, good. You know, most people I ask how much time you got. I got six hours. I can do six hours. I got two hours of clean, two hours of dirty. I got... <laughs> and I was like, you know, I said, who would need to hear six hours of comedy material? You either have 20 minutes of kills every time, everywhere you go. You got nothing. Right. That's all you need. You got to have five minutes of kills every time, everywhere you go, or you have nothing. And I said, and most of you don't need 20 minutes to become a star. And truthfully, I worked after that dinner, uh, lunch with him, I worked my ass off to get five minutes. And like, a couple of years later, I got on. Letterman doing that five minutes. And truthfully, like me, Spade, Rock, Sandler, never had more than 20 minutes. And the thing also about Jay is, he, like, he would always, like, bend over backwards if there was some sort of a beef to try to end it. Like, yes. like people would fuck him over and he would call them. I know. And, and I, I just <laughs> he, don't understand yeah, where I this... was having a problem at, at NBC and he took me aside and he said, hey, yeah. kid. I was doing men behaving badly, and I literally was was I was out of my fucking yeah. mind. I did, I've been therapy now, dealing with stuff I should have dealt with twenty years ago. I, I I'd be able to buy a, a place like you have too. Like what? No, but I but I had a problem uh, with with an NBC like because I hated doing the sitcom. It was called Men Behaving I Badly. I remember. I fucking hated the fact that we have all these episodes from England. They're hilarious. Let's just do those. And they promised me they'd do that. And they took them over here and they watered them down. And I listened to your, you know, to Warren Littlefield who promised me, we're going to make it just as funny, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, so I, I was performing with a shirt that said performing under protest. You know, all the people were, were the writers laughing at their own shit. And then Jay said, hey, listen, you got to figure out a way to make this thing work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't think they can get another Jay Leno? They get another Jay Leno tomorrow. You don't think they get another Tom Cruise? They get another Tom Cruise in a week. Well, maybe two weeks because it's Tom fucking Cruise. But you know everybody else, you know? So you got to find a way. And I was like, just to him to take the time. Yeah. No, of course, I, I didn't listen to him. But right. if he were just taking the time. I mean, so he was I, just the greatest. I want to know about these uh, things that you could have... Uh paid a house for in therapy. Oh, yeah. Were... Uh, no, 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 no. I pissed off so... I, I fucked up so badly. Uh, 
What do you mean? No, I just like what happened was. What did you? Fuck I didn't up? realize you're, you're, you're a household name. Oh, thank you, but no, I should. No, but been. I mean, like when you think about all the people you started with, I mean, I always think about it like the military. You know, we went into battle <laughs> with a thousand guys, and like a lot of them are dead. Hooky, yeah, yeah. Not not dead really, although some of that too. But you know, just dead, and they never. And you know, you're Rob Schneider. I mean, God bless you. You know, can you? Can There's you... another thing Jay Leno told me. He said, you know, I get these guys call me up. You know, he say, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I'm doing Jay, but I just listened to your podcast. Oh, you're very funny. He, says, he, he said, like, you know, well, I can do it too. You know, said, I well, you're not guys... the only one. I can do it. Too. <laughs> these, guys, these guys call me up and they said, hey, listen, Jay, can you put me on for five minutes? And I said, how is it going to help you? He said, "It's it's like you're 40 years old. You got only you only got five minutes. You haven't written a new act, and now you're fat." <laughs> so, but what I happened? What happened to me? Which I'm realizing now through fucking therapy that I can finally afford and have the time to do. So you do go to therapy? I do now. Yeah. Was that by? I was raised by people who were very wounded. I was raised by people too. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how that works. No, my parents, like my mother, half her family was were killed by the Japanese in World War II. And so, like, really? I, I can't travel without food with me. And it took this, you know, Gabor. Wait, who was killed by the Japanese? Both my uncles. Both one your... was beheaded and the other one your died in Bataan Death March at 17. Your, your mother's Japanese. My mother's Filipino. A Filipino. But oh, and the Japanese invaded the Philippines. Yes, they did. Yeah. Right. Maybe you heard about that. <laughs> well, well, first of all, Pearl Harbor started the whole thing. Don't and, trust anyone under 40 to, <laughs> to understand even what century World War II happened I in. I know. It is so really. So we got, if we want to get the full audience yes. here. I mean, kids, uh, World War II, it happened after the Middle Ages. Yes. Okay. It was, it was the one with Hitler. Before Bieber. Uh, yes. I think what kids don't understand about World War II is like they don't get why Hitler <laughs> and Japan were sort of on the same side. Yes. And quite frankly, neither do I. You know, I know. It was just, it was, it was and very, I'm a student of this. It was very club remember. random at the time. It was so <laughs> random. It was like, wait, I'm evil and you're evil, so we're just going to be yes, evil together. Gonna, but really. Then, but the plan was just like when Hitler with Ribbentrop, you know, it was just like, right. we're going to, you know, we'll, look, we'll kill you eventually. Right. But right now, let's just take <laughs> yes. out the polls and get this thing started. Let's back up to the kids who don't know who von Ribbentrop is. Okay, so the Nazis and yes. the Soviet Union made a pact, made a pact yeah. in 1940, yeah. the uh, uh, von Ribbentrop Pact, and that's they right. decided to cut Poland right in half. And as a matter of fact, that's all that Stalin wanted right. after World War II. He so. wanted half of Poland, yeah. and Germany got the other half During of the Poland. During the Malta times right. when uh, you had Churchill, and, right. uh, and what was left of Roosevelt at right. the time, which is basically where Biden is now, right. what was left of Roosevelt. And you had, uh, and then all that Stalin was there was like, I just want, I just, you know, uh, I just want the same amount of Poland that Hitler gave me. And then what a surprise <laughs> I got. Who knew I was going to get Czechoslovakia, Hungary. It was so, and half of Germany, forget about it. Okay. What a day. So, anyway, you were killed by the Japanese. <laughs> no, not so you. My your, mother, your mother's brothers yeah, my mother's were Filipino. Bro the Japanese invade in 1941. Or yeah, two. 42. 42. January yes. 42. Right. And they just, they came in. This and, is, people might remember Douglas MacArthur saying, yes, I will return. He will return. And they did two takes when he came off the boat. Because the first <laughs> That's one. That's right. He came right off and sunk right now. He's talking about right the now. newsreel. Yes. The right. newsreel. Right. He walked off the, off the, off the landing General, ship yeah. and he went right in the drink. And then he said, we got to do it again. And we're and losing then, the light. 
And also, I think I have another one in me. I want to try a few things. Yeah, let me just, yeah. First of all, this is my better side. Can somebody light my fucking cigar? Jesus Christ. uh, Or his pipe or whatever. I think it was a pipe. But so anyway, so that's. I'm going to (laughs) improvise. So that's what, um, so that's kind of like on my mother's side. And then on my father's side, my father was also very melancholy. His father committed suicide. So I just, I'm raised from well, like, and blame myself, my grandfather. Your, your grandfather? My grandfather, who came, you know, came over from the old days, he was one of those things where you found out he was like three years older than he was when he was like, you know. And where did he come from? He came over from, um, well, it was Prussia at that time. Prussia. Sure. Yeah. Prussia is part of it's Eastern Germany. It's where Berlin is. Yes. Berlin is in Prussia. Prussia right. was a, a country of its own in the 19th century before Germany was was united. And Not that of... I have to tell you kids. <laughs> Go to class. <laughs> Tarnopol was where he was from. Okay. And he came over and like he didn't realize. And, you know, this is a guy who could barely read and write, but he can read the newspaper and right. he would do. And so he had a uh, a a. Literally a barber shop. He cut hair right next to the Fox Theater on Seventh Seventh Street in San Francisco, right on Market, right off Market Street, and, uh, and and had a good life for himself. And then when he retired, he didn't realize that. Like he realized he went to the bank and realized there was nothing in there. He didn't understand that my mother Molly Hoffman. Hoffman Schneider had taken that money and invested it in real estate and some other had a little jewelry store. So, and so he just thought they were broke and got really depressed. Like, I did all this for that? <laughs> and then he went to my dad's and then he, t- he said, you know, I can't live with your mother. She blew all our money, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, look, I gotta, I'll be right back. Just hang out. And then he, he my dad came back and, uh, and then my grandfather had off himself. I hate to bring the show to a screeching halt. So how did the Japanese get to Prussia? <laughs> so so the Japanese came no. in. By the way, the Japanese, so, you know, whenever you why, invade someplace, okay. you are the liberators. But why? They yes. were pissed off well, at the Filipinos because like, you're fellow Asians and we're, we're liberating you from these asshole Americans. I mean, we invaded Iraq in 2003 and we said we were liberators. They didn't <laughs> yeah. see it that way. They didn't. It's funny no. how that works. No. I mean, conquers. Right. Know, I mean, it's the liberation. Goddamn Romans. I mean, whereas uh, the Austri- Austrians uh, pretended that Hitler conquered them, but yeah. really when Hitler marched into Vienna. Oh, yeah. It was the Auschwitz. Not, it was not exactly. It was not exactly. Yeah. The disastrous day that they would like to present. You don't bring, with during invasion. I've seen the film. You don't okay. throw flowers at the tanks right. when they're coming in exactly. and say, these are the bad guys. Okay. So you have that. That's kind of the, so. But here's my real question: like, so all this bad shit happened in your past. I mean, your family's past. Yeah. So, but what that, do you give a fuck? What do I give a fuck? No, the <laughs> truth why of the matter is, is affecting you today. Because, because you're here's a what celebrity happened. who lives in Hollywood. I know. Well, no, no. You I, have I a moved hat to Arizona. And a coat. I moved to. <laughs> <laughs> I moved to Arizona. I couldn't take this fuck. I don't know how you guys do it. How much more uh, can California take? It's like you got homeless people on the uh, lawn. Do you have to have them live, move into your house? Finger your wife. At what point do you? say i'm fucking out of here well that's why i never got married <laughs> it's because the thought of homeless people fingering my wife would have just driven me <laughs> well up you know the wall. first of all maybe i'm looking at this all wrong maybe no it's not no the homeless we're either having I, a huge homeless problem or a gigantic camping success story we have to look at it both ways you know what I'm saying? the tent companies are killing it right now bill i know i i drive through this town and like especially when i when i'm out of town coming back from the airport I always go with this road route through you know Burbank Airport and then through like Calcutta. Well, <laughs> the underpass looks like Woodstock '99. I know 
It's, I, it's just, it's, it's... It's the ACLU that did it. The ACLU, well, they fucked, well, basically, the cities capitulated to the lawsuits. And they said, we don't want it, we don't have the money, we're not going to fight this fact. And, but, like, and so then, then you had, you couldn't kick them out well, anymore. And so that's what happened. A, a, a common <laughs> theme of mine. Yes. Besides marijuana use. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll have a hit. Is, uh, oh, really? Yeah, why, why not? not? Tell me. Let's mix it up, baby. Come on. Yeah. Hey, you're all right. You're okay. <laughs> I mean, the first time I met Rodney. Hey, I got a, cu- I got a couple of girls with some blow. You want to hang out? <laughs> Come on, man. I smoke every day. The only reason I'm still alive. Let's do Rodney and Leno together. <laughs> hey, Rodney, why don't you pass the blow a little? I guess, you know, there's a guy over here with a schnoz that would like a little. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, get your own shit. You know what I'm saying, pal? Yeah, this this is stuff's my, expensive. This guy, yeah, yeah, I got thought of it. Energy. I think I'm going to write another monologue. Okay, but... Oh, you got to, no, I, I love Jay, but Jay did I get to the point Jay. where he was... To, the, the monologues were 25 minutes, the interviews were 30 seconds. <laughs> but he's an amazing monologue writer. No, no, I mean, he's an amazing he's joke writer. I mean... Uh, he, okay. Every bit he had... When I opened for him, me and Dana Carvey, the, right. the great legend Dana Carvey, the most talented guy to ever come out of San Francisco. This guy, we both opened for him in like the mid-80s. And then at the Palace of Fine Arts, like one of those New Year's crazy shows where you'd make like a thousand dollars if you were an opening it's like geez that was crazy right. and yeah. then and jay leno would come in and whatever he, every we'd have our killer bits we couldn't wait to get to and then every joke that jay leno had was killer exactly. and just and then he go he also knew how to get into it in like three seconds <laughs> yeah. which was i was so jealous of because when you're an unknown it's so hard to like break the ice warm up the crowd i yeah. always hated it and I like, oh God, it's gonna take five minutes before they're like, who's this fucking guy? Yes. Whereas Jenna, Jen Lennon was always like, uh, I think the one I, I said it to him when he was here was like, hey, you see the paper? You see the paper? <laughs> <laughs> and, he's, and he's already like he's home in, almost, yeah. you know. I see uh, Buddy Epson, is, and uh, Muhammad Ali's gonna come out of retirement. He's fighting <laughs> Buddy Epson. <laughs> but he is like a ninja in that way. Where like, you know, you have these guys, they have their moves and they've been doing it so long and oh, they, just, yeah. they just become impenetrable after a while. And, and he's he's but was one of those guys. What were we talking about? I always forget what we're talking about. But it was something I was very interested in. Something with you and the Japanese. With the Japanese <laughs> in the war. When, well, what happened? Gabor Mate told me this. Doctor Gabor Mate. No, why great, is it still in your? Why is it still affecting your psyche? With, because no, no. What happened is is that that does transfer from the parent to the kid. And I didn't realize that. Because I said, I always travel with food. It's because my mom starved during the war. Okay. And so that kind Your of, mom starved during the war. Yeah. That's and I, I, oh, that is. That's the thing. Like, whatever problems we're having in the United States, people but don't realize. But she looked But and, and the, they don't realize that this really isn't. These are, these problems that we have. Like, we don't, this isn't a civil war. We are not in a civil war. But we, we have, may be very soon. Well, if really? if the Democrats continue to try to imprison people, then then there's nothing to, there's nothing well, separating us from like some Guatemalan thing. Well, I mean, if someone broke the law plainly, like trying to undo a fair election, they deserve to be in prison. Well, let's go back to Nixon, the last progressive president we ever had. Nixon put in the EPA. Uh, of course, I know okay, all this. Okay, title. I mean, line. I wouldn't. Yeah. So Nixon. Yeah, progressive Nixon, compared to today, what, for sure. What had yeah. to happen was that it was true. Ford sacrificed his own political career and his own presidency by saying, we got to stop this shit and stop this attack and move on. And like Nixon himself, when, when, when it was very obvious, as soon as they lost the uh, presidential election in 1960, uh, Nixon and his, uh, you know, 
His, his advisors were like, we can fight this. We know that they cheated in Chicago, that dead people were voting. And he said the transfer of power is more important. And exactly. That, and that, that is the key. Okay, exactly. That is the key. That's why, yes, Nixon made a sacrifice in 1960. Al Gore, 40 years later, made the same sacrifice. Because it was yes, he did. Absolutely. Okay. And let's not even talk about Tilden. <laughs> Tilden? Because I'm still pissed about Tilden. <laughs> okay. You know who Tilden is? No, I'm blanking on 1876, my oh, friend. Oh, yes, sorry, It's the sorry. first yeah. time the guy did not get the presidency after winning the popular vote. Okay, right, okay. Tilden! <laughs> All right. However, God damn it. But you look at, at President okay. Johnson uh, after Lincoln. Let's go back. Now, this right. guy, he wanted to follow through with what with what Lincoln wanted, which was to not penalize the South. And they crucified him. And it was the Northerners who did want to penalize them. I'd have to look at that history again. And they, uh, they impeached him. I, and he, I, he saved it by one vote. There was one vote that prevented him from losing the presidency. We are supported by SignalWire. Have you checked out the sci-fi show Westworld on my favorite network, HBO? They present a picture of the future where technology would make unprecedented communication experiences possible, like robots that are indistinguishable from humans. They look, talk, and act just like anyone else, or as I like to call them, senators. Well, it's 2022. The future is here. But our current tech is a pretty far cry from what real-time communications could be. That's where SignalWire comes in. SignalWire is an advanced cloud platform for building next-gen communication experiences. Tired of Zoom? So is literally everybody. Zoom is so slow that I'm shocked it even caught Jeffrey Tubin masturbating. With SignalWire, you can create your own video communication product with far better audio and video quality that actually uses less bandwidth and doesn't slow down your users' devices. And with SignalWire, you can completely customize the user experience and integrate it within an existing application or website with ease. Most importantly, you don't have to be a genius to figure it out. Whether you're a developer, product builder, or just someone with a cool idea, SignalWire offers APIs, SDKs, and even copy and paste code snippets to help make your vision a reality. Fast. Visit SignalWire.com random to sign up for a free account and get an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing. Go to SignalWire.com random and build what's next in real-time communications. Go to signalwire.com slash random. These are clove cigarettes, by the way. Are they? Yeah, here. Step up to the cool, refreshing, <laughs> refreshing trace of... Uh, but I will say that, I mean, I feel like I was dumber than all the guys, okay. all the smart people at SNL. But at least I had some, some semblance of, of history that I can understand. Some basic... Yes. Well, then you should understand how unprecedented it is what Trump has tried to do. And it is exactly what you're talking about. The, the peaceful transfer of power is the jewel in our crown as a democracy. It's separates us. It is. It's so many countries in the world have not been able to get this right. The idea that we would have elections and then go, okay, I hate your fucking guts, but you know what? I'm going to paste on a smile and I'm going to walk over to the White House. Uh, whether I, I mean, I'm going to invite you to the White House, even though I lost and I'm giving up this great palace yes. because that's 
that was genius. well that's what that, that and that is what trump has fucking broken and thrown to the floor well i will Graham. say that the, he has he seems to have narcissistic tendencies i'm not 100 percent sure seems to have. <laughs> well let me just tell you though i mean you just, george let's go back okay. because there's been an ugliness throughout our history there has but but a difference in degree is not a difference in kind this is a difference in kind the guy who says on tape you have to find me 11,000 votes. That guy has That's to bad. go to That That's guy bad. has to go to jail. The guy who says just send electors who are fake to January 6th. That that guy has to be in jail. The guy who says, "Uh sir, they're going to hang Mike Pence. Good. He deserves it." <laughs> that guy has got to go to jail. Well, this this is a also I know it's troublesome. You can't what I believe we should do. First of all, also Representative Lewis, okay, who was a John so, Lewis? Yes. This is a guy is a civil civil rights hero. Icon. This is a guy who got sure. beaten. This yes. is a guy who stood up. But at the same time, when when Trump became president, it was a travesty to not accept him as president. That was a, that and set they, a- They never accept anybody. They, no, they but to, they didn't to, accept to say, Obama. But th that's one thing okay, to say. It, accepting it, someone is not the same thing as contesting the election. It is, uh, because it's telling people well, who, then they've who done are not forever. as smart as you. Yes, they have. But, but, but that is different to go publicly and say that I do not accept him as this and to start this whole bullshit of of this whole russian collusion right. thing which is bull but let me just say this the thing about power well, that's not what makes either but okay. well the the thing about power and what makes a great leader is people who step away from the power when george washington was asked would you yes. like to be king great rob listen to yourself people who have the dignity to step away from the power yes. like george washington yes. gosh who can I think of who doesn't have that exact quality of being able to step away from the power? Yes, well, who? that is a detriment. Who? Who? That God is, damn it, I can't think right now. Detriment to his Somebody recently, <laughs> I know it's recent, that I can't is a think detriment of the name. to his legacy Trump of a great real estate Slump. Man. Oh, okay. But let's talk about your psychological issues. And see if we can, Dr. Gabor Monte. See if, by, see if we, by the end of this, we, you can, should read the book. we can connect your psychological issues <laughs> and get you back to not thinking. Well, I will say this. The, the point, I mean, I am always going to take, <clears throat> I'm high right now. I'm always going to take the position of the underdog, no matter what. And the people in power, which happens to be. Well, that's silly. No, no, no. Not <laughs> always. I mean, son, what, if, what if the underdog is wrong? Well, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, but I'm saying like the people in power, the people that are, are not in power, I think it's important to, to attack what is in power. And like the difference is, here, here's my problem with the way it is, both Democrats and Republicans. It's very simple. And it goes back to like Noam Chomsky, which he says this, Noam Chomsky's right about a lot, a lot of stuff. Some, he was a little crazy about this, you know, putting people in prisons who were you know, who were unvaccinated. Yeah. That was that. It was very lunacy. far left. He's very lunacy. However, he did say like Americans are allowed to discuss very vociferously, very, very angrily, and they can have incredible arguments about a small number of issues. I agree. But you don't have them arguing about stuff that's of like uh, foreign policy and like wars. They're and just like not interested. And they're not knowledgeable enough to even have the discussion. That's <laughs> yeah. the problem, really. That is a problem. Really. I mean, they're not like us with the Von, Tribben <laughs> Von Ribbentrop Treaty. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I got two more of those <laughs> up mean, my sleeve. Can you see Jay Leno and Rodney talking about that? Hey, it's Robert Trebentop. Let me tell this guy. <laughs> a guy did not know how to wear a suit. You know what Wait, I'm saying? I tell you, that Stalin is uh, quite a dictator, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> this guy really...
<laughs> he likes being off. adored. I tell you, at the parade the other day. <laughs> Kept looking the wrong way. They're coming from the left to the right. This guy's looking from the right to the left. This guy. But I do think uh, I do think that there is. There's always been a this ugliness in politics, but I just don't think it's become to the level ugliness, of entertainment. Yes. Trying to steal an election, no. Not conceding an election that you absolutely lost. That every court that you threw your ridiculous shit against said you lost. Republican secretaries of state who counted the votes <laughs> said you lost. This is different. This is not ugliness, Rob, in politics. Yes, there's always ugliness, ugliness mm -hmm. everywhere. This is a whole different kettle of fish. It's, 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 I don't get it where you guys who are, I mean, I, you're so sane, I think, on so many other things where you confront wokeness in the same way I do. Yeah. But I don't know what this affection you boys have for Donald no, Trump it's, it's is. No, it's not necessarily that. But it that. goes past rationality, and you should check yourself on that with your, <laughs> with your psychiatrist, because it I, must go back to the fucking Philippine invasion. It, it, I'm sure that there's something in there. I First of all, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the few people, I'm the only person you're ever going to meet who made a movie with Donald Trump. First of all, let me just say that right now. He owned the, the uh, Home Alone 2. He owned, he owned the hotel. And eventually we knew we were going to have to put him in the movie. Cause I made a movie with a Donald Trump lookalike. <laughs> a Donald Trump lookalike. Yeah? What yeah. was that? Pizza Man. <laughs> in, in 1990, it was made on a budget of a half a million dollars. I was the Pizza Man. And it was uh, all about how this Pizza Man was trying to get his just his $15.23 for the pizza. And he, <laughs> and he uncovers his web of crime. And it leads to all these lookalikes. Um, Michael Dukakis, anyone who, uh, and the big uh, villain at the end is Donald Trump. <laughs> well, we, we forget that he was like famous. I did a people a, didn't hate him in New York at that time. I was at a party with Alec Baldwin and him at the at oh, SNL for no. it, and it was like, and everybody was, seemed to be getting along. Oh yeah. The thing about is like, here's what needs to happen. We cannot have. I mean, it, it, here's what I think would be better idea because people, the scrutiny that you must go through to become president or to be, to run for high office in this is unbelievable. So I think you just take the most talented guys that there is and you, it's like a sentence. You gotta do this for four years and we gotta pick between those guys and they have no way out. So you have, you have to choose, well, Elon Musk can't, can't win, but you know, he's from South Africa. I'm a big fan of him. But yeah, but I, I'm saying though, you know, you do have, you know, just the way I believe about the presidential thing and the whole thing. If you want to be president, that should automatically disqualify you from running for that but office. But that's a catch-22 that we it could is. never get around. We can't, of but course. why do we need these leaders right. all the time? We should, I am against well, well, what's happening, which is you know, a consolidation of, oh, no, here's my problem. I don't, I'm not a Trump supporter. We have to know that right now. I think he has, uh, I think at the end of the day, he was... I, I, what I want to have is a fractured government and not having the powers okay. of the executive but, branch, okay, the but, executive branch running everything, which is what's happening now. You yeah, can't just make well, 125. You should have like, it's just like in football or baseball yeah, but, now. But they, you get two referees, you throw the flag, and then that's the one you get. That's your executive order. You get two 
per year, and that you can't have 125. Now, why did you rise in your chair to make that point? I mean, that, that seems like just, especially. I just want to be, it was just like also, a, why, the attack on why the, the uh, I love the glasses around it. What, do you think it'd be some reading here during the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't is, see shit. This is a nightclub. I'm fucking this is, old. This is club random. I'm fucking uh, old. You're not going to need glasses here. Okay, all right. Uh, all right. In fact, it's probably better if you don't see a lot of the stuff. I'm here. old. I'm oh, old. Oh, you saw the dolphin thing? No, what, what, that let me you, put the glasses on and take a look. You and I... Holy shit, I do remember that. You and I did a sketch San Francisco. in the year 2000. Yes. Unpolitically incorrect. That's right. Because the big story in the day was Elian Gonzalez. <laughs> I a remember. Cuban boy who washed on shore. Yeah. I mean, people don't remember, and I'm sure the young ones, you don't have any reason to know this. But This would not be a story today. No one would give a shit. Oh, I think they would. You think they would? A, a Cuban kid? Okay, if people don't remember. Yeah. I mean, people have been trying to get out of Cuba for the longest time because I think we would agree communism is evil. Yes. I would, I've always said Ronald Reagan never was more truthful than when he said it's an evil empire. Communism is horrible. Yeah, so any soulless. Of you, any of you kids who think it might be worth another try, <laughs> yeah. read something about it. Okay, so this kid, Elian Gonzalez, and his mother left Cuba trying to make the 90 miles to Miami on yeah. a raft, on a, yeah. on a rubber tire. The mother dies on the trip. Elion washes up on shore. He has relatives there who take him in like an uncle. Yeah. They were a little bit of a sketchy family. And it became one of the first examples of like partisanship, like where, no, we're just not going to care about anything but what team we're on. Because yeah. the Republicans, who were always like the family value people, they were like, no, Cuba is evil, which it was, the yeah. government. So he should stay here because this is America, and America yeah. is the best place. And the Democrats were like, no, he should be with his father. He still has a father in Cuba. Yeah. And it turned out that was the right thing. I mean, Cuba it is was. a troubled place, but it was better to be with the family who, yeah. okay. But that was a very tough call for people. So I played- People are so politicized. <laughs> when you have family members murdered by Castro and you're in South Florida, and then the right. idea, I mean, it just brings up these hot button things. But do people. you remember sitting on my lap? Because I, I <laughs> yes. was in, I was in the, I was the dolphin that you rode to America on, and you were Elian Gonzalez. That's right. I had can the T-shirt. Yes, I know can that was. Can you believe years ago. we were ever that young? Can you believe that people? No one complained about the sketch either. Why would they? Because, oh, because I'm just saying everybody complains about right. everything. Right, and right, and you were playing someone who was not, <laughs> exact, not, not exactly, exactly what you yeah. are. I could have done the whole thing, but I didn't do it. <laughs> How ballsy was Pacino's uh, that just taking that choice? I'm going to do this for the whole movie. Oh. For Scarface, and I'm gonna commit to well, it like I'm Because on. you have to see that movie, Scarface, as a black comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's very yeah. similar, to, in my view, to Apocalypse Now. Yes. Apocalypse Now, which, you know, a great Vietnam movie, but it's not like Platoon. The tone is completely different. It's a black comedy. Yes, it's, Kubrick's movie, too. If and you watch it. To, to a degree, yes. Yeah. If you yes. see Kubrick's uh, oh, yes. um, Vietnam, Full Metal Jacket, Full Metal Jacket. Amazing. if you see it as a comedy, you will get more out of it. Me so horny. Me so horny. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so horny. I show got, you good time. And then that got into a song. Remember that? <laughs> no, no. By Two Live Crew? <laughs> you remember Two Live Crew? Yeah, it was I remember like the Two Live Crew. First rap I ever bought. That's when Two I knew Live I'd crew. made it when Jay Z so put me horny. in the song. <laughs> Jay-Z put me in a song back in like 2000 or whatever. Jay-Z? Yeah. And it was something like, like a Deuce Bigelow. And I went like, holy shit. Oh. That movie's like, holy fuck, that must have oh, made. Oh, that I one remember, holds up. 
Thank you. They, I, they wouldn't let me do that again. You know, I like that. Like Amy Poehler's embarrassed that she was ever in it because we, you know, she's. They would never have that. Where someone has, or Disney made that movie. Was someone has Tourette syndrome? Who's embarrassed? Oh, Amy Poehler. I'm she's just, embarrassed about what? Being in it. That was her first movie role Why? before she got Saturday Night Live. But, I don't know. She never talks about it. That's her first uh, role she ever had. I how just, do you know I, she's embarrassed by it? Because it was so funny. It was one of those fucking things where, you know, just flipping the late night channels. You don't think you're going to get a, like a, a public fuck you from anybody. <laughs> oh, you know, and I was watching. I get it. And two of the girls, Gail O'Grady and Amy Poehler, and they were watching, they're playing celebrity poker. And I go, oh, they were both in Deuce Bigelow. And they start, and they, they, they announced what their credits were, and none of them said my movie. I went, ah, fuck. Oh. Why do I watch TV? <laughs> so listen to this. Two times within one month, this happened to me. I'm in bed, like at night. And when I watch TV at the end of the day, that's my, you're not supposed to, because yeah. your eyes, you know, you, what but I, you wear blue. blue. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you shouldn't wear blue blockers, yeah. because like the light is telling your body, stay up! Mm -hmm. And you're trying to go to sleep. But yeah. that's what I want to do at the end of the day. It's the most passive thing. I don't want to read. I already read a lot, okay? Yeah. I want to watch TV. So, yeah, I'm in bed. I'm ready to go to sleep. I was watching this show on um, uh, Showtime. It was about Uber and the founding of Uber called Super Pumped. Have you heard of it or seen No, it? but I've, I've, okay. I've taken an Uber All right, it was with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who was terrific and... Okay, I was especially yeah. interested. It was an interesting subject because I know Travis Kalanick, whatever his name is, who was the Uber founder, yeah. he had a, a very dramatic rise and fall. They threw him out of his own company, you know. Yeah. Uh, he was very brash and brilliant, but brash, blah, blah, blah. So I'm watching this, and also I knew I re from reading the reviews that there was a part in there because Ariana Huffington, my dear, one of my dearest friends for 30 years, okay, had a part because she was on the board of Uber. She came in at a certain point as kind yeah. of one of their saviors. So I was like, oh, and Uma Thurman is playing Ariana Huffington. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. I can't wait to see somebody play Ariana. And so I'm waiting, and she doesn't make an appearance till like the fourth episode. And when she does, <laughs> her first line is, she goes up to Travis, he's had a bad day, and she's going, Travis, the bad boy of Silicon Valley. And he's like, please, Ariana, had a bad day. She's Oh, don't worry about it. I've had to have lunch with Bill Maher and Pat Buchanan. Like, had to have lunch? Like, you think one of my best friends in the world would say that? Uh, and But, like, when you're sitting in bed, waiting, waiting to go to sleep, yeah. and you're like, you're like, oh, I just want to drift off, and then, like, you on an asshole. Oh, yeah. wait, I'll I know. be up for another two hours. It's so funny because, like, I remember, like, when, when um, uh, it was uh, the guys from South Park, did an episode, which was very funny. And I have to say, they, you know, my friend from The Simpsons, Matt Selman, said they could have been way meaner. But they were like, you know, I was one of, I, I was like with the third movie that I'd done. Rob Schneider is an animal. Rob Schneider right. is a male prostitute. Rob Schneider is a girl, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. So they said, Rob Schneider is a stapler. Rob Schneider is a uh, carrot because sometimes a carrot does and it was very funny. And right. and my friend like Matt Selma from The Simpsons, a genius writer, he said they could have been meaner, you know. But I just remember like how people wanted that to hurt you. You know, they's like, I did that, you see, you know. Exactly. You know what I mean? They wanted they want, to absolutely did it did it make it did it oh, bleed? They, did it cut you? Exactly. You know? No, I know. No, and you know, those guys, look, there is no bigger fan in the world of their movie that they did with the puppets. Oh, my God. 
A Team America? Team America. Team well, America well, is one of the greatest comedies ever it made. It is really one of the greatest. It is brilliant on every level, and I, I have to give it up to those guys. And the fact that that's not the biggest movie makes me so fucking angry I, at the public. I don't I don't really ever watch South Park, A, because I'm loyal to my boyfriend, Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> and that's, the, that's Pepsi You're and Coke. It's, exactly. Yeah. And I love my family guy. Um, I know people love it, and I'm sure it's very clever, and they're clever, and that movie is just genius. I could it's watch it every incredible. day. But Will you like, ask Seth MacFarlane why he fucking put some? I get these fucking every once in a while some social media thing like Rob Schneider strangles migrant farm workers in the shower, and Seth did that on Family Guy one episode. That's one of those things. What does like, that even mean? I don't understand. But please ask Seth. But the, the whole point Wait, is like you're strangling farm workers in the shower. <laughs> I, I yes. I, but I don't get what the joke. I, is. I will tell you, it's it's something in one of their episodes, and it's enough where like I've heard it so many times from people why? coming up to me. It's just one of those things. I'm just in pop culture enough where people can go, well, that guy but you're not, safe to go after. But not, Which is, not strangling migrants. I, mean, <laughs> it's like, it's just, I want to know I, what I the connection is. I why. don't understand. I don't know it. But it's just one of those things like you have to just like. Okay. So anyway, here's my, here's my <laughs> end of my story about the South Park guys. Okay. Yeah. So I was thinking about watching that show at one point. Mm -hmm. And then I read it. They're doing a Playboy interview. And like. The, one of them says something like, uh, kind of out of the blue. I mean, uh, whatever, the, I don't remember what the question was, but they're talking about their personal life. And he's, he was like, well, I don't want to be in my 40s like Bill Maher and still going to the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> and I just Lord. remember thinking, trust me, asshole, when you're in your 40s. You're going to wish you, you were there. <laughs> you're going to fucking wish you were there. As a matter of fact, one of the last... Like, people should know, when you take gratuitous shots... Yeah. People in show business are sensitive. We all are. I know. And it's I'm sure I've done it to people. Oh, yeah. But when you do it, they notice. Oh, and yeah. and it's not like the, there's not a ripple in that pond that goes out. It's not like it doesn't happen. And it's just, it's just, but the fact of the matter is we have to like be, we're super hypersensitive and we shouldn't be. Two guys, I'm, I'm doing a fucking show after this. We because, wouldn't be in this business. I know. It, you have to have the hypersensitivity and a huge ego. You got to have both. It's got to be low self-esteem and, and a fucking giant ego for no reason to back it up. We're not normal. We're not. But like tonight, after, the, after here, I got to go do a show on Melrose with two people who fucking I know hate me, you know, wait, Pat wait. Oswald and, and this other comedian, but they wrote a book and both the books, they shit on me. And it's like, you know what? Who I hate is not those guys as much as the friends who tell you, did you read that in the book? You know, that friend okay. who tells you. <laughs> okay. Wait a second. What is the show and why do you have to do this? I don't know because Adam Carolla do you reached out know? to me. Adam Carroll reached out. Okay. Will you do this gig for me? It's going to be on Melrose. And I said, yeah, you're what coming in. What a gig in on Melrose? It's, a, it's at the improv. Just come to a set. And I said, absolutely. I'll fucking come in town. I can't make me understand Adam what Carolla. this... I understand who Adam Carolla is. I, I know where Melrose is. I got a movie coming I, out called Daddy Daughter Trip, and I'm doing press. Oh, I never do press anymore because well, I don't okay. give a shit about it. Why are you anything? burying the lead about plugging something? You're on something that people are going to hear. <laughs> <laughs> You're like trying to, like, trying to hide it. Okay, I got a movie coming out. Yeah, so anyway, I'm, I'm doing this. So, so got Adam, a movie so, coming out. So Adam, uh, Adam Carolla, he called me up. And he said, <laughs> what is the name of the movie? Daddy Daughter Trip. Okay, where is this? It's on? the only movie... My wife won't let my kids see. Where is this I, movie on? <laughs> it's going to be just playing in Arizona to start. Oh, it's a theater movie. It's a theater okay. movie, yeah. And then it's going to go out otherwise. So you're, you're doing this thing on Melrose to plug it? Well, I'm, I'm going, I went on Adam today. 
Okay. Uh, Adam Carolla's show. With Love the, Adam. And then I'm on. I'm then coming to yours, and I'm doing some promotion to promote the movie yes. coming up. Oh. And so he said, "You come down to a set." I didn't know it was going to be like Pat Oswalt and these oh, people, okay. Sarah Silverman. And I love Sarah, but like I just it was just a weird... right. You're with some super woke comedians. Yeah. And I don't need that shit, sweetheart. <laughs> I don't either. And I love Sarah. I don't know Patton so that much. well, but Patton and I, he he came after me once. Yeah. And then I saw him at a dinner. We patched it up. It was nice. He was. He had a. He shit on me in his book. Yeah, like, he shit on me once on Twitter. But like at this, yeah, and, and it, it's like the thing about it's it, like he shouldn't. But well, he should stop. Like so many of the people in show business. Stop being indoctrinated. You know what? Yeah. There's there's liberalism, and then a lot of you are just fucking indoctrinated. Yes, and like, and what a pussy this guy is. Let me tell you about Patton Oswalt. Here's the thing that bothers me. Talk about whatever you want, and like, I, I get it, and he's brilliant, blah, blah, blah. But he fucking <laughs> took a picture with Dave Chappelle and fucking apologized for it. That, that kind is of a shit pussy. I hate. What yeah, a fucking I, pussy. I've never right. apologized for a fucking joke in my life. And believe me, when I did the... the um, yeah, the Netflix special I did last time, they cut fucking so, they cut 15 minutes out. 15 fucking wait, minutes. Wait, wait, you have a Netflix special? I came out, well, thank you. It came out two years ago during the okay, pandemic. Okay, well, okay, I, I probably saw it, but two no, no, years but ago. Two years ago, but I'm saying though, they cut the stuff out, you know, and it's a God bless them, that they got their thing, but like there's some stuff that I wish they wouldn't have. That, that, but that's like. Well, I must say. I'm not bitter, you can tell. I must say, <laughs> they didn't do a very good job of promoting it. They didn't. Because no. I would have watched it. If I knew you had a special, oh, thank you. I would totally be there. Oh, thank the only you. reason I didn't see that is because I never knew about it. Well, and that's not really on you. Well, I think that they they just no, they have so a lot big. of content. They get so big, they just but, they, they push their big guys. Yes, Chappelle. Of course. But I like, I mean, you know, the stuff that they cut out was the stuff that Chappelle did in his, you know, which is the same subject matter. I mean, I'm not taking away from Chappelle; he's a genius. You know, he's he's the you know, of that generation, the best comedian, for sure. You know, he came after us. Um, and do you really believe that, or do you just have to say that? Yes. <laughs> uh, he, you do. I okay. do. I mean, I, I'm I, a huge fan of his, but I also think people just, at some some point, people just line up behind an opinion because it is the correct opinion. I think, and well, I, I mean, I will there's, say, there's, like... I, don't, I mean, there's uh, a number of comedians who great, I think yeah. are great, including myself. I think he, yes, absolutely. <laughs> He I just did a special. Your last special was great. Thank you. And, and the thing about it was, like, and that's why you, you yeah. say opinions. That's what I love about it, because, like, you're one of the few guys who can will say an opinion that is contrary against the fucking mob. Yes. And you have to do that. I, and that's I, why, like, my act and what I'm doing now is, is contrary to the, the opinion. And I don't mind and being conservative, yes. because... I'm not a conservative. Well, right. fucking traditional liberalism, but traditional liberalism gets fucking shoved into a corner, They're, which yeah. make and they call us right wingers. It's very We're fucking not. Very hard to put labels on things. We won't go back into the Trump yeah. thing. Um, to me, that's a bridge too far. But there is lots of things you and I uh, hold hands on. There's yeah. lots of things oh, yes, where of we, course. Are, we are cousins. Well, here's what happened in with a the like, Absolutely. I mean, like, <laughs> cousins we are. In a meadow? It was me. What I'm, I'm going to move up again to, to, to physically, to physically be intimidating. All right. <laughs> here's the thing. Hey, Bill, <laughs> it's, it's like this. It's like traditional liberalism. It's like, I'm for fucking free, for free speech. Guys who do that with the knee. Like, like this is going to really drive. I know you don't agree with it, but this is going to really drive home the point if I touch it's, your it's knee. A, I, yeah, right I'm, there. I'm, That's my point. <laughs> and so you have traditional liberalism. And what happened, in my opinion, was they have no fucking place else to go, so they kept going anyway. It's like the gay rights 
needed to happen, for sure. It was the civil rights of the fucking 70s right. and 80s. Right. Gay people need right. to have the right to, to adopt children if they want to and have a family. And they should not be, they should get health Married. fucking insurance. Of course. You know, they need to fucking, if they want to be just as miserable as me, is the old joke. Right. That's, get married. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm all for it. But right. what happened was That's they what, went to go live their life and improve neighborhoods so that we could move into it after it gets improved. Right. They can risk their lives, build up that neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, it's an arty area now that used to be a poor area. Right. And then what happened was they left to go live their lives in the freest fucking country in the history of the world, and they left the door open, and the crazy gay people snuck in and, that, and for, for different rights that actually aren't a problem. There aren't. And I, I hate to say well, I don't that. know if it was other gay people. I no, just no, no, no. It's that, the crazy like, people who are, it's like, it's like I a, just, yes. I mean, I, I certainly Like Andrew among, Sullivan talks about it. Yes, I love Andrew Sullivan. He's a genius. He's, he's so he's so sensible. He is. And it's he's like a gay he, guy. Yeah, no, there, there is, That's called yes. a conservative now. Well, he's not. he was fairly conservative, liberally, but not crazy conservative. No, but you could you can sit down and love love having a dinner with him. Absolutely, and I do. We are supported by Wine Enthusiast. It's summertime, time to hang and enjoy friends and family. Every time you go to the store, you can't resist buying a few bottles of wine. Pretty soon your house is overrun with wine bottles. Not only can summer heat and light spoil your wine and your good time, wouldn't it be nice to have them in a sleek, great looking wine fridge from Wine Enthusiast? Wine Enthusiast designs and offers the largest selection of wine coolers for every drinker every budget and every size collection, from six to 600 bottles. Plus, expert wine storage consultants are available by phone to help you find the right fit for all your needs. Wine Enthusiast is the premier destination for the wine lifestyle, offering an incredible selection of unique wine accessories, glassware, furniture, wine storage, gifts, and more. I love Wine Enthusiast. They sent some fantastic custom club random glassware for me and my guests to use. Appreciate it. Nobody has even dropped one yet. Visit WineEnthusiast.com or text the code RANDOM to 511-511 to check out all of Wine Enthusiast's summer savings. Text RANDOM to 511-511. Text RANDOM to 511-511 today. Certain exclusions may apply. You may receive up to one additional text. Text FEES may apply. Text STOP to opt out. Did you know HBO Max had podcasts? Now go even deeper inside your favorite shows with audio companions to some of the most groundbreaking and award-winning shows on television. The HBO Max series Hacks is back. Oh, good, with a new season and a new companion podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Aniello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky will be joined by a special guest host like Hannah Einbinder, Darcy Carton, Susie Espin, and more. Unpack each episode of Deborah and Ava's Hijinks. Listeners will hear stories from the show's writers, room, onset, and the world of stand-up and entertainment that inspired the show. You can listen to the official Hacks podcast on HBO Max and wherever you get your podcasts. But I'm certainly on your page in general that what happened with liberalism is an actual undoing of liberalism. Yes. In fact, that's in the thing I'm writing this week that's going to be on Friday. Illiberal, that, in that the guise of they, liberals. Right, like what Carl they, said. That they you know, they go 10 subway stops past what made sense. You know, what you were just saying about gay marriage and stuff, that made sense. And then we have to like fall asleep on the F train and wake up at men are pregnant. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> That's sorry. What I, happened. I, yeah, exactly. We How? fell asleep on the train, and when it came to the end of the line, <laughs> we were at men are and pregnant. You, and if you don't, and if you say they can't get pregnant, you're fucking kicked right. off twatter. And, and you know, and, right. <laughs> Yes. So, so yes. it's, but it's, that's a lunacy that we have to fucking right. call. But the, the thing about it is that the liberalism, is, you know, just to, just to make it simplified, a bunch of fucking pussies that won't call bullshit on bullshit. And the people that do, yes. we get grouped in as, like me, I get grouped in right. as a right winger now. And I'm right. not. Right. Well, that also has to do with the medical aspect, which you and I both have got our share of shit about. Oh, yeah. And I don't think it should be a political issue at all. We but can't. it becomes a political issue because the people who believe that I should be able to make medical decisions, right. which are personal decisions outside of politics, I should exactly. be able to make all of those on I my have, own. That has cost me more body, than anything else. Especially in a country that has done such a shit job keeping its population healthy. And then you want to tell me, oh, follow these people. Well, I don't want to. You know, I want to follow. Obama told me, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Yeah. Well, I do like my doctor, and I have kept more than one doctor, but they all are at variance with what Fauci and a lot of other people say. When and doctors I want to follow are afraid, my doctors. Yeah, when doctors are afraid to actually say oh, what yes. they think what's best for the patient, and there's no drug that's 100% safe 100% no, of the time for 100% of the people. And you have and to, no where vaccine. there is risk, where there is risk, there must be choice. Or we don't have freedom. Right. It's medical and we all have, And we all have different health profiles. I mean, the idea that they tell you from Washington, all do this, like... What other thing that you went to the doctor for would they ever do that? I mean, if you had a decent doctor, he would look at everything. He would look at your history, your you, profile. You have what, to weigh risk. All the different for factors. Reward. If he was a real good doctor, he'd also say, and what do you eat? And how yeah. many metals do you have in your body? How much do you spend time on right. your phone with the thing next to your head? There's a million different factors. How many x rays have you had? Yes. How much mercury? You know, all these things. But that's not the country we live in. The country we live in is, you do it our way. This is one thing we do for the, and it's mostly, you know, for the people who care for themselves the least. Now, that's your choice. And that is But choice. I don't want have, have to. We have to say this, and it's hard, because there is a kindness underneath this, but that kindness Correct. is fucking killing people. Correct. The liberalism is the way to think. It is the right way. Freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of to choose what you want to do. But what happens right. is when we get to the point where we say, all, we have to accept everybody as they are, and we have to accept these obese people. I'm sorry. If any weight is healthy, well, except, then what about, what about anorexic people? I'm sorry. That's not fucking healthy, and we have to stop being political well, I, about I'm health. Well, I'm going to just correct this because I bet you you don't mean it either. We have to accept all people. Yes, we certainly and accept. love all people. Exactly. What we don't have to do, this was my editorial last week, then, of, of course, they all went nuts on Twitter about <laughs> uh, What we don't have to do is accept lies like healthy at any weight. Yes, we have to That's be... a lie, and I don't accept lies. You know, people said to me, your thing about obesity last week, it wasn't about obesity. I've done those before. My thing last week was about lying. Just don't lie to me. Don't tell me healthy at any weight. And yes. we do that all the time. We do that. What happens is it's under the mask of kindness, which is fucking things up. Mm -hmm. I was very good friends with Dick Gray. Same thing with homeless. Well, Dick that, Gregory. You mentioned homeless? Yes. <laughs> well, Dick well, Gregory, well, Dick Gregory, if I talk about the fatness, 
Dick Gregory, who was a really the, the Jackie Robinson of comedy. He really was. And we had a nice documentary that, yeah. um, on, that was Andre, uh, I'm sorry, I forget his name now, who directed it. He did a beautiful job. And the family is a beautiful family. The, this, this guy used to have to break down walls yeah. to get obese people out so that they didn't die in this place and, and get them on this diet of this, this just, just a literally a liquid diet until they could lose hundreds of pounds and they right. did. Right. And this guy dedicated and, you know, his life to this. So we can't just um, ignore the fact that it is not kind. You can love everybody. Right. But let's, let's talk and about how to get people healthy. With homeless, it's not kind it isn't. to leave them on the street. This is my thing and your thing, I think, about going 10 subway stops past where we should be with yes. homelessness. Somehow they got to the place where not getting them off the streets was compassion, right? How yes. dare you? Yeah. You can't, what? That would, to, that would be the old way of being compassion. You don't have a house. I'm going to try to get you one and put you in one. Yes. But now the compassion is, no. Well, that's you have, their, what, lifestyle? Well, what, that's they, what happens. under the stars? Well, it's, it's, it is... It is under the mask of kindness. There's an ugliness. There's a and there. What happens is there there's is a stupidity. Sometimes. It is. Well, you have it in San Francisco. And Sam, yeah. let me just tell you, I, oh. I I never thought I know I'd, that's your place. Oh my God, I oh. never thought I'd give it up. I had you know a place just with a remembering view, now? a rooftop. I used to go to a nightclub you own. Yes, yeah, yeah, the DNA Lounge. The DNA Lounge. When I used to like <laughs> do stand up and then go to clubs. Oh yeah, those were fun. Oh times, my huh? God, I want to. I always say this. <laughs> I'm going to write, when I write my memoirs, it's going to be called, Who Was in My Body? <laughs> because who was in my body when I used to go out to clubs? Oh, yeah. Like alone. Like I do a show <laughs> and then tell the driver, yeah, take me to the DNA lounge. But yeah. I love that club. That was fun. when it, When that was going off, because San Francisco is a town, I must tell you, yeah. where it's hard to find the party. It's yes, a, it's it is. clicky. Yes, yes. It's, you know, it's a little snobby. For it's sure. It's small, yeah. you know, and so I never, but that but, place. I had that place wired. Let me tell you something uh, else. You did. I had it wired and also like when I had like Many a movie levels. star. Yeah. And when right. You, when you own a club and that was fun at the time. We, I know I lost money and it was worth every penny. But let me tell you, Who was I in had your a movie body? star. Huh? Who was in your body Well, that you started a well, it was just disco. My, well, the thing about it was like, you know, my brother at the time, he was looking for something to, to do would be fun. And my dad and I made the mistake of like surrounding him with women while he was married, women and, and drugs. And, at the club? And, well, there was just, it was just there. Right. It was still it was the, club. it was the end of the 80s, early right. 90s with right. some of that druggy kind of right. thing in there. But the, the, it was a fun, special time wow. that I, but I, at the same time, what happened? I thought I'd never give up that uh, that San Francisco place. I'm talking about when the you know when the the angels planes come by, uh, blue angels. Blue angels, yeah. You I, from my rooftop of my condo, I could it was a hundred year old building. I could see the helmet and the glasses on the dude. They would buzz it, and I had a view of the bay. To me, that Why was like the blue angels it. flying over San Francisco. No, because they, they would do it every year, like around July Fourth. For what? You go up on the roof and you you know smoke a bong and you'd watch these guys. But the what blue angels. must have been for a reason? Oh, you know, no, it was just celebrating July Fourth. Oh, July Fourth. So it was just it was just the blue angels every year. But anyway, and then I started getting. These I bet bills. you that didn't go over well at Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> right across the way, I'm sure they hated it. So anyway, then I started getting these bills. This is like not that long ago. For literally, like you need to remove the toilets in front of your of your of your house. And I was like, I don't have toilets in front of my house. What are you talking about? Toilet. 
And so I went out there and they were using the flower pots as toilets. The homeless? Yes. And now let's well, go back and realize when this started. And it was I under guess, the Reagan administration. I guess you could say that's considerate. <laughs> yeah, at least they were using the flower pots. So Fertilizer. The, they, were, they were actually the, the very- I understand your tomatoes were amazing <laughs> that year. <laughs> so, but it, it, it was Reagan that fucked it up by closing the, um, by closing mental health places. Yes. And that was the beginning of the end of that. And then you had, it just it was a slow build. And now you have a point where in San Francisco, it's crazy. You can't, they have oh. this, where they, you know, you have this, you, they give you drugs. People come from all over the world to get the free drugs in San Francisco. Right. That's a point where this is enabling. If you were the mother, they would come and say, you gotta stop doing this. Right. You're enabling your kid to do these drugs. And so you have that and, and it's- And where are these free drugs? <laughs> right across right across from city hall it's a joke that really shouldn't work at my age because like <laughs> if anyone thought about it they'd be like come on bill yeah you're rich you're 66 you don't need free drugs write it out <laughs> into the yes yeah, write it out into Just, the sunset it's an, if that joke come on it's an anachronism <laughs> leno would not be uh yeah, you know <laughs> give it a try you know it, it depends on your audience you know if, <laughs> if he's the guy that you're rooting for you go for it <laughs> But we had fun up in San Francisco when we did that show. Oh. We had just like 3,500 crazy people. I remember. Huge fans of Politically Incorrect. Yeah. And we had a blast. Yeah. At that time, the show's different than your show now. Oh, and I yes. love your show. Oh, yeah. But the problem is. Thank you. The pro listen to me, the problem. I'm going to be. Here's the problem with your show. Is that like, there needs, in the old show, we would go half the show that had nothing to do with politics. We would just go off on some funny tangent. That's why I'm doing this. Well, this, yes. Because. And because this doesn't have to be political, and, and real time is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it gets into pop culture issues if they rise, like Johnny Depp trial, if they rise to the level if they do. of something that's intellectually nutritious. Well, this who else, gonna, where else are there conversations except your exactly, show? Exactly, conversation, right? About something real, yeah. Not just about trivial. Look, everybody else is interviewing the third lead on a sitcom. Right. That's not what I'm interested in, right. and that's not what I'm doing, and. You know, the but, show but is you not... are more centrist. You've always been a liberal that I respect. And because a liber there's a liberal somehow, with principles. Somehow a liberal and also a libertarian because yes. when, when Politically Incorrect was first on, all they said, the word that was in every article was libertarian. Because I am a libertarian, but I'm also a liberal. I'm right. also a conservative. I'm also whatever no, works look, and makes sense. Right, it makes sense. But the problem is now is that you don't have this, you don't, you no longer have this debate for better ideas. What you have now Correct. is a demonizing and censoring yes. of people. Yes. Now that is coming specifically from the party in power and the tech companies, and that's illiberal liberalism. So that, that's why I've gone down that road of conservatism because you have to fight against this shit. You have to, because if we continue to give into this shit, the very foundations of, of what we love about this country are being diminished. Well, they're being, they're being diminished and threatened from both sides. I would agree with you. Okay. The extremists on both sides. Because if you okay. go between well, LA and the extremists on one side are like 40, 40 uh, at least 40% of the party, of the Republican Party. You really believe that? I don't believe that. That's what the polls show. At least, <laughs> at least 40% of the party, of the Republican Party, thinks Donald Trump won the election in 2020. That's plainly not the case. Well, we would you say that? It, here's their argument. Beyond the 
shadow of Can a I doubt, just you just, no. he did not win the election okay, in 2020. I, 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 I it's am, an ultimate deal breaker. I'm here with you. I'm either with you, you either come to the but, but Jesus moment on question? that reality. Okay, but here's where you put it, or your wall up, and I'm just going to ask a it's question. It's not a wall. <laughs> yes, my wall is reality. All right, That's all right, reality. All right. Trump I, lost that Trump, election. Reality. The election is like, over. This is a fucking wall. You okay. see? Can you I ask a question? There's no give in this. But can, no but, give at all. But, but then he let me lost just ask a question. Then if if you're the certainty is there, and he obviously. didn't build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but they are now, but they're not admitting it. We're not finishing right, the wall. We're right. cleaning up what the former right. administration did. Is that building a wall? We're not building a wall. We're just simply cleaning up stuff in in the form of a wall. We're taking some garbage that was there. I don't know why people need a wall at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna need a fucking wall. <laughs> uh, but wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you say, as someone who was not a popular leader, somehow? In the tally of the votes, and I have just putting oh, this as a question, he somehow got more votes than Obama. I'm just asking as a question of just. Well, there were more people. I don't even. Obama ran in 2012. He ran in 2020. Uh, there are more people. I mean, okay. You know, the, their arguments are just. I, I'm I just asking a question. I well, it's a dumb question because <laughs> it's it's been two years since the election or more, okay. and we've answered these questions. And again. If you watch any of the January 6th trial, these are, I mean, uh, hearings, these are all... I like that there's no cross... There's, all, there's no cross... all Republicans testifying. But, but I all also like that there, there, there's, you can't, you can't, there's no cross-examination. That's an interesting trial. Uh, that, I that would was say their, that's that Stalinistic. Was, that, that was their choice. That well, was their well, choice. Well, they refused to they, participate right. in a blah, that was blah, their blah, choice. blah, blah, blah. But, but still, I, I would saying, say the fact that everybody who we hear from is a Republican is cross-examination enough. Because what... Okay, but when you reason, have somebody talking, here's the bullshit you have to fucking call on this. Now, just let's let's lose party for a second and say when it's hearsay evidence from somebody who talked to somebody who knew somebody that that talked to, that that lived next to somebody who was the driver in the fucking limo. I mean, look, Trump is okay. not is, it, that we, was not okay to to put yourself over country. That is a gigantic red line that no one should ever cross. And that is a, that then, goes against the last great progressive. Then why are we arguing? No, because at the same time, you have to then, respect. Then we we're, cannot, done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. But right. at the same red time. Red line you can't cross. You can't cross that. Right. Okay. He did. He did. We're okay. Done. That is, that, that is a, um, that, that no will go but. down in history. Okay. So that will go down in history as a gigantic blunder. But, and, 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 you know, to your point about was there a hearsay? Yes. The thing about grabbing the wheel of the limo, I, I see that you're uh, 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 kind of upset about that. I agree. It probably didn't happen, and the PTA probably didn't happen. Well, but it doesn't get don't away from, show it. Okay, but it don't put that right. up there. Stick they, to the facts. There are mistakes, but the facts are he still hasn't conceded the election. To this day, That's he has not conceded the election. That is okay, a, that is an ongoing day-by-day act of sedition. Let's. That is a let's, big. That's a big word that I'm going to have to look up and call Jay about. Let's no. I, let, look. That, let's, let me say let's, this. Let's be. That is. That you know is what? a travesty, and that is a detriment I, to our country. That that is a, a, a contra, That is goes against the great leaders of our country. The last progressive president of our country who had a lot of issues too. He fucked up in in with, with Vietnam. Obviously, you can say that. After, but you can you can also say okay. and and the and the hate list that All Nixon right. had. Yep. However, we have to when it came time for him to put country first, he did. Yes, and that's a detriment to Trump. About Nixon. Yes. Okay. 
As long as you're about Nixon and not Trump. <laughs> right. Nixon is, uh, is uh, to me, head and shoulders above Trump, even on his drunkest day. Yeah, absolutely. Nixon, I'm I mean, and 100%. I'm not a giant Nixon fan, and he was uh, be. pretty pretty shitty in some ways. But yes, absolutely. Before, well, he was a good before guy, Watergate ensnared him. Can I throw and he, one at and you? He, and he became, yes. I mean, no, no. And he, he became and he, paranoid and, he, and, he, and, right. and enlisted he, whatever. He absolutely was a, was a centrist, a smart guy. Can I throw one at you? You don't and know. You're I right. EPA. You don't know. No, 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 no. More than just the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, making sure that women had a chance to play sports right. equally. Title IX. Title IX. Yes. He also was for universal health care. Let me just tell you that. Yes. And he was opposed by yes, who? Yes, absolutely. Who was he opposed by? Oh, um, the Democrats. Edward Kennedy. Really? So now, really? so you have like people who had a chance to put in stuff. Edward Kennedy thing, was like, against universal health care. Absolutely, you look it up. I will look it up. the The other thing is, is that like didn't know that. Well, like uh, talking about abortion. But he was. He was. Uh, since you brought it up. But but, but <laughs> when when okay. Obama Ted, had a chance to legislate that and said it's not a list of priorities. Nixon became president in yes. Wait a second. Sixty no, he was elected in 68. 69. He took office January 20th, my birthday, 1969. On my half birthday, July 20th, people landed on the moon and yeah. Ted Kennedy drove into a river. Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, I don't know if that had anything to do with his view of health care. Uh, maybe know. he was distracted. <laughs> uh, but I can't believe that Ted Kennedy was against universal health. You got to look it up. If I'm wrong about that, I'll, I'll I, I, I will look this chair. Look it up. But, it, but it doesn't matter. The point, the bigger point remains that Nixon was uh, a smart, even Vietnam, um, which uh, obviously was one of our big tragedies in American That's history. That's not just the tragedy of Vietnam, but, but it's Laos it was not, and it's Cambodia. It was that had not, nothing to do with the fucking war. It bombed them anyway easy it's always easy to get into a war it's hard to get out yes and nixon did get out but of course it took a whole four years now could somebody have done better yes probably but i don't know i can't the remember and it's too far back in time all i know is in sean penn's great movie about uh, uh <laughs> i forget the name of the movie and nixon's in the title but there's a guy and he because he's a salesman that's the part he's playing and he says richard nixon ran for office in 1968 on the platform of getting America out of Vietnam. Yes. He didn't do it, and in 1972, he ran on the platform of getting America out of Vietnam. That's a salesman. <laughs> right? Yes, well, true. my dad voted for him in 68 because he was he was talking about getting us out of that war. See, right. That's the thing about people need to know that, like, people fight for domestic things on a very, not even enough of them, frankly, because they won't go up, they don't won't go up against the pharmaceutical you know, uh, controlled government that we have now. But at the same time, the foreign policy stays the same. That's why, like, 40 billion in Ukraine, God knows how much is getting to the front, whatever. Oh. It's extending this conflict, and it's both parties. Both parties are wrong about this. And, like, there are very well, few journalists we do about to Ukraine? step up. We have to let, first of all, we should have never allowed it to become a fight. We should have turned... We should have, I mean, Gorbachev, uh, I let know. me tell you, Gorbachev was promised by James Baker, was promised That's not a, 10 steps past Poland. That's a long time ago. I know it is, but I'm telling you Putin. that the Russians okay. were told that not 10 steps past Poland. Okay, that but, was the but, promise, but, and now they're at the border putting missiles at the border. Just I, imagine China putting missiles in Mexico. But that was the last century, and Gorbachev okay. was a, I think Gorbachev, you know, was but one of the let's talk about one missiles of the greatest in Mexico statesmen in history ever. who hasn't gotten his due. He hasn't, but he will. You know, let me 
tell you this. Yes, he will. Let's in take history. let's take China wanting but, China's oh, let's influence. Not. Let's put China putting missiles <laughs> in Mexico pointed to us. That's what we're Wait, talking about okay. with missiles from uh, NATO pointed at Russia from Ukraine. Right. So but, I just want to say because that goes against the grain from what everybody what, wants what to do. What time is your double date with? I quit. Uh, I'm not doing another show tonight. I'm going to stay here till midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what time is your double date with Pat Oswald? I don't know. Um, no, first of all, I, he's I a funny comic. I don't mean to shit on him, but I thought... Well, neither one of us shit on him. I, I think I, the, the photo I'm, thing pissed me off. I, I don't blame you. When he tweeted about me, whatever he was, it pissed me off. But what I'm saying is, you know, to, apropos to our discussion about the country at large, yeah. when I saw Patton, I came to some dinner, I remember. It was like a year after, I don't know, two years, who knows, I smoked pot. And... Um, oh, my phone's, my oh, phone's ringing, I'm supposed to be at that wife, club. You, your, I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Bitch. I'm, sorry, I can't talk now. That's all right. Right. All right. Go, 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 I'll, sorry. I'll wrap it up. But when I went to, I saw this, or I went to a dinner. I think Al Franken was there. Sarah was there. Yeah. And I didn't know Patton was there. I could have been like, you know, this fucking asshole. He, you know, and I think it was something I said about Islam, which I'm clear-eyed about and not an Islamophobe. Yeah. And not a racist. It's a religion, not a race. We won't get into that, but yes, it's one of those issues where the woke are very, very benighted, and I'm clear-eyed about it yeah. without being, you know, I think. You know, when in they any attack way, people like that race. beautiful woman, um, uh, but I, what's her name? Uh, Ayan Hersieli. Ayan Hersieli. She's a hero. Absolutely. The fact that she's not embraced by the liberal intelligentsia uh, right. says so much oh, about yeah. the liberal uh, Sam Harris tells a great story about a bunch of white girls walking out on Ayan Hersieli. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, and it, uh, yeah. That's but a someone, crime. Someone who was brought up in Somalia and was the victim of genital, uh, you know... Uh, genital mutilation. Genital mutilation and lots of other horrible patricidal nonsense. Oh, unbelievable. That, the, she, that Western women pretend that they're so against. Anyway, and then she goes to the... Then she goes... Let's continue. She goes to the, Holland. The point is... Becomes Pat, a, a legislator. I certainly thought he was out of line with uh-huh. whatever he tweeted about me. And it, but instead of like when I was younger, I probably would have been like, oh, this I'm not even talking to him, yeah. you know, because we were always feuding when we were younger. I was like, okay, you know, maybe he had a bad day, or maybe we can talk this out. And it, so, like, that's what America has to do. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't hate you. You said one thing which I really thought was out of line, but yeah. you know, maybe if I just engaged you, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And I wound up talking to him about health, and he wound up saying. I have emails, or I don't have them, but I had them. It were like, oh, you know, you really saved my life because I'm doing this, like, I, I tr- hipped him onto this, like, certain kind of fast you could do and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that's what America has to do. Right. And he's really a, I mean, he's a super talented guy sure. and a great clearly. guy. He's clearly, like, again, I think some of these people get hardworking, in, brilliant guy, indoctrinated. Into it's stuff. True. I think they what watch too is, much MSNBC it, all day. It and is, it's yeah. like, it's just, coming just, from a place of trying to be it, so it, it, fucking it nice. It is. Of doing right. so perfect. Exactly. Like, you're, not, you're no longer and I a think, human and being. I, right. And I just want to talk to them. But again, you have to talk to people. And of course, it's the same thing with the right. I mean, you and I argued tonight. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was wonderful. Yeah. We can disagree and still love each other and still respect each other. There's not one moment no, where I said to really. myself, Rob isn't agreeing with me fully on this. <laughs> I hate him and he's stupid. That's not what I said at all, in my, even in my yeah. mind. 
that's where we have to go. That is, and that's where we're not that far apart because once you have conversations, the problem is right. we don't have a media that is allowing dissent and conversation. Right. And so you don't really have any objectivity. And I will tell you the story from, I won't say his name, but like a friend of mine who's a former Fortune, Fortune 500 CEO was having a conversation with the, the publisher of the New York Times. And he was saying, there seems to be a lack of, of, um, of, of, of a certain discernibility to which side you're leaning towards. Yeah. And he was trying to be very, you know, just like a CEO would be, right. very, very you know, calm and, and also not deliberate and not attacking. Right. And he said, I feel it is my, and the, the New York Times, you know, the, 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 the publisher is like, I feel it is, my, it is my moral duty above and beyond any, uh, anything that, to, to make sure that Donald Trump does not become president again. And I, while I, I agree that, 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 you know, Donald Trump is, there's clearly um, that, 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 that happened. Yeah, that's not really the job of the newspaper. But just, it is. Just we tell can't me have the, Just it. tell me the facts. You have to. You because can't. the facts about Donald Trump are so damning that you don't need to put your thumb on the scale. I mean, just the fact that, you and know, if, you, if yeah. you go down the road and see the times that he, he'd had, you know, his buildings built and didn't pay people, that says all you right. need to know. Right. That's it. However, you have like, you have to also respect, there is a, there is a something about like, even though he, I couldn't say that he had respect for the office himself, I do think that we need to continue to have respect for our office. We yes. need to respect the executive branch. We need to definitely respect, you know, the judicial branch. That is very alarming. To me, you know, Thomas Sowell is a, you know, brilliant. Oh, I love him. Now. Love him. But he's talking he's like about 90, like, right? we had 92. He said, 92. we have crossed brilliant. the Rubicon here right. where we can threaten judges. That is, is very unique. And that, that is the reason why that's a law. That that is happening yeah. and that is not being prosecuted. Rob, that's a real issue. The kids who don't know von Ribbentrop, what are, <laughs> what are they going to make about the Rubicon? Well, I, I will say, look, that the, the fact that you and I, yes. uh, you know. I'm uh, so glad we did this. Can I tell <laughs> yeah. you that? It's been, it's been a long time. It's been too long. One we, of the great things about this fucking club random thing is there's uh, not a lot, but a few people who, like, I really haven't connected with ever but I always wanted to. I knew them, but didn't really know them. And then I sit here, and it's like, oh my God, we wasted a lot of years. I feel like we wasted a lot of years, but I hope we don't waste. I hope we the, don't. You know, it's no, because I, I enjoy talking to you so much. Oh, thank and you. And I so appreciate the balls you have to not, you know, Kanye West, who I have, like everyone, some, <laughs> some issues with lots of stuff. But yeah. when he said about Trump, the mob can't make me hate him. I was like, I love you for that. And yeah. you know how I feel about Trump. Yeah. But the mob can't make me, exactly. Somehow we have to keep both those things in our mind at the same. I can hate Donald Trump and I can love Kanye West for saying, the mob can't make me hate him. And you, I feel like, among a very few people, the mob doesn't make you, your career, whatever it is, they can threaten. The mob can't make you do what you don't believe or what you don't think. That is, to me, something that I find, I'm so admiring of that. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And it has cost me dearly yeah. in this bullshit show businessy thing. But I will say this, and it's just like, you know, a guy like Mark Twain, uh, who just, well, this is when we didn't have, our presidents weren't, um, weren't getting some kind of pension, 
and uh, Grant at that time was writing uh, his autobiography to make money. Ulysses so, S. Grant. Ulysses S. Grant. And he Civil went War there general and yeah. president of the United States this from guy 1869. Broke. Yeah, and it yes, broke. And his, he wanted to make sure, yes, yes, he wanted to make sure that his wife could have could pay off this president farm. after Andrew Johnson. <laughs> and and that, this guy. That misunderstood best. <laughs> Mark Twain went there and helped him finish that book. And did that for the Is that right? I never knew that. Now, the, the, Mark Twain finished Grant's book because I know Grant was on his deathbed. He wanted the money for his family. Yes. And Mark Twain came Mark in. Went there and absolutely did. You know what? I thought when I read it, I saw some Twain in there. <laughs> I was like, I, I feel Battle like of it was either, it was yes, either Mark Twain or Robert Town. <laughs> Somebody fucking ghost wrote that shit. But that, that is something, that's a guy like, yeah. to me, if that, like, I really respect. That incredible man, Samuel right. Clemens, and I do feel like he was aware of his time. Yeah, and aware, and I do feel like you have to, for whatever reason, whatever fame, whatever I've had, I think you have to be somewhat um, aware of our times in our times. Right, like, hanging out with Dick yeah. Gregory made me. You know, he if he said. Oh, that you joke, hung out with him. Well, yeah. Well, I, I knew Dick pretty darn good, you know, because wow. I had like twenty years ago. They, you know, when he I got only hired, died recently, right? He did, yeah, and he was out there. Was the last time I told him, okay, I call him uh, just to say hi. He yelled at me because I called from Hawaii. I was doing some show over there with Adam Sandler, and I call him up, and he said, he said, so what? What do you? What, what are you calling me right now for? And I went like, Dick, I just want to tell you I love you. I haven't told you. I haven't talked to you. He said, You know I gotta go on stage in four to five minutes. I mean, don't you? You come on. You know what it's like, like doing. I'm going over my shit, man. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Dick. Last time I ever spoke to him. But um, the thing was, like, Dick was. He would have jokes about like by the time he would bring America together with his jokes, very much like George Carlin did. But right. he would say before George Carlin was Dick Gregory, and he would say like yeah. by the time they finally I was able to eat in a diner next to a white man, they didn't have anything I wanted. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> and I said, no, that's well, I, a got, joke. I gotta. Yeah, he was good. I gotta look him up. So I, mean, I, I know what all is. And I, know, I think biography, like, but I, I put I country before career at some point. This country's given me everything. And for someone like from my background who, you know, and mixed race background, I do feel like I've always kind of felt like an outsider. When you're Asian and American, yeah, Asian you, you gotta play that card more. Well, and I don't. Because you're I don't sure. want to be that fucking guy. To be like, you need one Asian. Rob, you know, who needs that shit? On, I know it's the it, time babe. to do it, right? It okay. really is. I just you're need, a person of color. I just need you're, that, uh, and I need some kind of sexual abuse that happened to me. Uh, and so that I could jump. And, then I'm, and then I got the whole package. All right. Well, we can arrange the abuse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Club. Hey, this was great. Let's do it again. Give me a big monkey box. Oh.